Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Today's show has a disclaimer from Optavia that reads, Average weight loss on the Optavia Weight 5-in-1 plan is 12 pounds. Clients are in weight loss on average for 12 weeks. Now back to our show. Peace and blessings and welcome to another edition of the How Now podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, Kim Martin Raymond. I'm a minister, spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You LLC. I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. And again, welcome to season two of the How Now podcast, where this year we're talking about health and wellness. We're having highlights and spotlights on some authors that are up and coming and uh, that are talking about things relevant to this pandemic and to this season that we're in. And so if you are new to the How Now podcast, I ask that you go over to www.hownowpodcast.com and pick your favorite podcast platform and sign up to hear the How Now podcast. And also uh, you can click on the link for the How Now YouTube channel where you can catch up on shows that you may have missed and shows that are up and coming. So make sure that you like, follow, share, and subscribe. We'd love to have you. So as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to have my guest to introduce herself, and then we will dive right into the show. And Good morning, Kim. Good afternoon, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I love your introduction. You are just, you and I are kindred spirits, and I love that about you. I love um that we touch um, our lives, touch on so many places. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, you you know me as a health and wellness coach, but I'm also an author, mm-hmm. um, and I like to say I'm a I'm a mom, stepmom, me um, me, grand uh, step me me, <laughs> um, friend daughter, yes, slave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are amazing. We wear many hats. Many, many, many hats. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And in this season, you know, as you mentioned, the pandemic changed um, a lot of our lives and um, we came out of quarantine and I was really moving heavily in the marketplace um, for years and years. Most of my focus was people who were stuck in the church in their faith, yeah. um, because I just think that's sad to be to be in a, um, a religious organization and be stuck, you yeah. know. But we came out of the pandemic and I found myself in the marketplace, um, primarily with photography, but also um, about 20 pounds heavier, you know, as most of us were, (laughs) our our COVID 20 pounds. Um, And I stumbled, literally stumbled across a program that changed my life. It, It changed my health, it changed my mindset, and it also, um, change my finances. I know we can talk a little bit wow. about that um, because I was so enamored with the results and the, the simplicity and the science behind this program that I decided to become a coach. And um, very shortly after that, you and I connected over that same thing. So mm. I like to tell people when they ask me what I do, um, I make you look better. 
Right. So we can either Photoshop all that or we can take care of it once and for all. That's it. That's it. And we're going to talk about that uh, intimately because that's what this show is all about. We're just going to be talking about, uh, you know, journey, our journeys to health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to title this show, our journey to health and wellness. And um, we're going to start by talking about, of course, how we met and um you know, and, and the program that has changed not only your life, but my life as well. And um, it, it all started, just like you said, for me, it started last year in September. It started for me on Labor Day. But actually, it started a little bit prior to that because, uh, you know, I had uh, come back from Haiti and doing some mission work and just was not feeling well. I did not have a sense of wellness. I did not feel well. You were talking about COVID weight. I had gained so much weight back. I had lost some weight prior to um, the pandemic starting. Starting, I had lost about 40 pounds and was excited about that. And then had some medical and dental issues. And then uh, saw my weight soar back up. Saw my, um, my A1C for my um, type 2 diabetes. I saw that soar back up and, and just really was not feeling well, was feeling lethargic tired and and just could not seem to pull it together and then uh I got an email well oh well no was it was it 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 was uh was it a dm or was it an email that I got from you no I just I just sent you a dm and and asked how you were doing how you had survived 2020 yes yes now Ann and I met several years ago at an event uh, called Sisters United, and um, she was having an, an event, and Ann and I were sitting at the same table, so we had met some years ago, and she just happened to reach out and just was like, how are you doing? And I'm like, I'm okay, and she was like, how are you doing health-wise? You know, and asked me some questions along that line, and I was just like, I'm not feeling well at all. <laughs> I just had to be honest. I was just like, I'm not feeling well, and, and, and you know, she was like, well, you know, I have this program that, that uh, you know, you may be interested in. And she began to tell me about the program. And I was like, well, you know, I, you know, me being who I am, anybody who knows me, you know, I'm, I'm a researcher. I'm just like, okay, what is it? How much is it going to cost me? What is it going to be? How's it? <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm, I'm that person, you know, the critic who, what's going on? What is this? How is this? Who is this? You know, and I know a lot of my friends would be the same way. So, you know, she told me about the program and, and, you know, I decided to buy into the program and to invest in myself. And lo and behold, I'm happy to say that from, you know, I started the program on Labor Day, uh, September 6th of 2021. And uh, as of today, I am 50 pounds lighter. <laughs> Woo-hoo! I am 50 pounds lighter, feeling better. Uh, they're uh, in about six months. They're going to take me off of my diabetes medication, and uh, you know I have gone. I have. I am under 200 pounds. I have not been under 200 pounds since uh, I was 17. That was 35 years ago, people. 35 years ago. So this new skin that I'm in is something that's totally new. And so I have this beautiful young lady here to thank for for reaching out and so I'm going to allow her to tell her story and also talk about the program that that both of us are are so involved in that has helped to change our lives and has helped me 
to look the way I'm looking today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Anne, talk to them about what, about a little bit about your story. Well, first of all, I want to say that you did the work. So <laughs> you cannot give me all the credit. You did some, you did some consistent work, and you pressed yes. through a lot. You've been um, an amazing but it really coach. has uh -huh. changed our lives, and it's yeah. changed the lives of so many others. I think we're we're um, approaching three million around yeah. the, the world, actually. Um, as the we came out of COVID as the fastest growing health and wellness company in the world, I think. Oh. Um, very close because people were really struggling. And um, as you were, I was, I was struggling with some age um, issues, you know, the big M. Um, we can just say it, right? I mean, yes, we, we can say 2022, it. we can say menopause. Yes, there. we can. <laughs> Put it out there. But it's, it's hard. And honestly, I felt like my body had been hijacked. Um, <laughs> And I had tried all the things I had, you know, there's, there's really not a weight loss program that I haven't tried. Mm -hmm. um, so I can relate to all of them. I know the good and the bad of, of all of them. And um, at the end of the day, you know, what I needed was good, solid nutrition. And, and what I didn't realize I needed was a coach and a community really to support me on those days where you, you know, if you're an emotional eater, you just end up in the pantry shopping, right? Right. <laughs> um, so my journey really started in March of 2021. And it was in response to my coach's post on social media, where she just asked a simple question, like, are you happy with where you're at? And, and I, I think I threw a few emojis in the response and, she, you know, she reached out to me in the same way I reached out to you and we talked mm -hmm. about it. And my husband is a scientist, so he wanted to look at the science behind yeah. this thing. Um, and when he gave it a two thumbs up, you know, we thought, what do we have to lose? Um, it turned out that really it was um, the cost of of Optavia for me was pretty much what I was spending on groceries anyway. Right. So it wasn't, it was a this versus that. And, um, and it just required me to get my mind wrapped around this, you know, program. Yeah. Fortunately, um, in addition to a coach, we work heavily on the mindset, those habits yeah. that got us in trouble in the first place. And I, you know, I don't know about you, Kim, but for me, it, it took a while to turn this Titanic brain around, yes. you know? Oh, yes. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I think I was one of my coach's toughest clients for a while because, <laughs> um, I really leaned into her and I think because I did, um, it helped me overcome a lot of those obstacles. Mm. And so my personal story, and I know you're going to put the disclaimer up there, um, yeah. I wanted to lose 15 pounds, but the 15 came off so well and so easily that I went ahead and kept going to a real healthy weight. So I lost uh, 30 pounds in three months yes. and I have kept that off um, ever since. I think I, let's see, I, I hit my weight loss goal at the end of July and okay. um, I've kept it off ever since because of the um, structure of the transition. You know, right. we really want to help people sustain their weight loss right. and not just kind of get there. So it wasn't always 
easy, but the program is very simple. Yes. Um, yeah, and I yeah. think that's one thing I love about it. That's kind of yes. my story in a nutshell. Yeah. I mean, and 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 the program that that uh, Anne and I are both a part of is the Optavia program, and um, it's just been life changing. And um, you know, like she said, uh, you know, we both had different weight loss goals. We had uh, different reasons. Like I said, I just was not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the one thing that you do is you take a little bit of an assessment just to kind of see where you are, to see where you are physically, to see where you are, you know, as far as, um, you know, any, any special, you know, situations that you have. And that's something that's important because of course, with any program that you start, you want to consult your physician to make sure that it's something that you can do. And, you know, and as a diabetic, and like I mentioned, I had, um, you know, some issues with, um, with my spinal stenosis. I had some issues with, uh, with, uh, you know, uh, my uh, dental work and I had to, you know, be careful about the types of things that I could eat and couldn't eat. And so those things were challenges as well. And um, the one thing that's beautiful about the program is that you do an assessment and, and, and to, to see where you are. And, you know, they asked if I had diabetes and other things that that way the program would be tailored to my needs. And so that's something that's important. I think the, the thing that's important, and, and, and I'm sure you'll agree, Anne, is that, you know, we, we talk about where we are and we talk about the why. Why are we wanting to do this? Are we wanting to just lose weight for, to fit into a dress for a special occasion? Is it something that we want looking to do long term? It's important that as you're developing a program for yourself, for your health and your wellness, that you identify why you're doing it. And even more importantly, and this is something that I had to learn along the way, is that even once you determine your why, do you know what you're going to do once you get there? Mm-hmm. You know, because I think sometimes what happens is we, we, we self-sabotage. <laughs> we put in our mind that, you know, yeah, we want to, yeah, I want to get under 200 pounds. Yeah. And then when you get there, you're like, uh-oh, now what? <laughs> because you, because somehow you didn't think you were going to make it there, but what happens when you do? So it's important that when you, when you identify that why, think about what you're going to do once you get there. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you going to sustain? And, and is this a good stopping point or, or do you want to go further? Just like you said, you talked about 15 pounds and then you said, hey, wait a minute now, it looks like, you know, I, I can go down a little lower than this. So I can do a little better than this. You know, my, my goal was to get, get to 180. I'm eight pounds away from that. Now I'm thinking mm, 170 may be better, but I have to wait and see when I get there. But I have a thought in mind. I have something in mind. I have a goal in mind beyond what I thought, just in case it can look a little better. It can look a little more toned. It can, it can be, you know, a little more sustainable. But those are the things that we have to look into. We have to, to, uh, to identify our why and then to determine what we're going to do once we get there, mm-hmm. right? So that, that's, that's a huge thing. So with that, talk a little bit about, you know, some of, the, some of your journey and, and how it's been for you. Well, I know one of your whys is that sweet little granddaughter 
you know, and wanting to get down on the floor and, and play with her. That's right. Um, unfortunately, ours are not that little, at least the ones that are local. So I don't have that, that Mimi why, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but I did, I did want to feel better. Um, I didn't realize that I, I felt so bad. I didn't realize that um, not getting good sleep was really impacting my energy level. Right. And um, that a lot of the um, supplements that I were taking, I was taking were related to my inability to really process the nutrition, you know, my metabolism. Um, <clears throat> and so I had just kind of some vague loose wise, but for me, Kim, what was really striking was when I lost weight 12 years ago, because mm -hmm. I, I went through this journey and then I started over again, right back where I was. And, um, my why was very different because I was single. I was empty nested. I was really attaching my weight, that number on the scale right. with, my self-worth. Mm. Um, and, and I just was, I remember thinking, well, another five pounds and then maybe I'll get a boyfriend and, you know, he'll want to marry me. It was so twisted and so distorted. And of course, now my husband, he, he, he'd love me at 300 pounds. You know, he would just say, there's more of you to love. Um, <laughs> oh no, we're not going there. <laughs> but, um, my why I really had to spend some time thinking about my why and um and I think that's where having a coach who really challenged me and asked me some hard questions especially on those days where um being an emotional eater I just would want to dive into a plate of nachos right. um, and I could have very easily had I not really done the work on the front end and dug in and say is this really going to get you where you want to be? And is your why strong enough? Right. Um, so that was, that was a, a process for me. And it wasn't easy. Um, you know, as a, a woman of faith, I really felt like God met me in that place mm -hmm. and challenged me on a lot of other questions. Like, um, I didn't really believe that this diet, and I know you and I both know it's right. not a diet, but right in the beginning with, you know, Miss Skeptical here, um, I didn't really think that this was going to work. Mm -hmm. And as the weight started to come off, I felt like God really met, you know, my soul in that place and challenged me like, you're carrying a lot of unbelief. Um, and also addressing how I felt about myself, mm -hmm. you know, like, you really don't love yourself in the way that I, you know, that he loves me, that I love, and it, it kind of wrecks you a little bit when you start to process at that level. Um, but again, having a coach who understands me, right. helped me to process through that so, so that I could get through those obstacles. Cause you know, most obstacles are there to strengthen us, That's right. you know, they're not there to derail us and cause us to go another way. They're, they're there to strengthen us. And you know, you know, we love the saying, the obstacle is the way forward. <laughs> and right. so kind of embracing that and understanding like, look, these hard questions are to help me be a better version of myself mm -hmm. in addition to helping me stay on track and meeting my goals. 
Right, right. And just like you said, it, having having a coach has been a game changer, you mm-hmm. know, because I think a lot of us, you know, I believe that that the decision to to start a wellness journey or to start any type of plan, you know, is is deeply rooted in in your ability to be ready to do it. You know, you, I have been saying this to uh, a lot of people lately, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink, you know? And I mean, it is it, so cliche, but it's so relevant. It's so true because, you know, you can tell somebody about something, but until they are ready to do it, it's like, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't make any, it doesn't, well, it, mm-hmm. it's not going to be productive. It's not going to be something sustainable. They're not and that's going to what I love about day. how that's how what I love about how we coach um, you oh, and I and, right. and Tiffany. Right. Um, we we really let people choose. Um, yeah. I you know I tell people all the time they'll say, well, what are you selling and why do you want to get on a call with me? And I'm like, well, I'm not really selling anything. But you reached out to me yes. when you saw my post yes. and I just want to answer your questions and see if this is a good right. fit. You know, right. I don't really want to coach anybody who isn't a yes, you know, right. um, and, that, and, and, it, and, and I was listening to this thing the other day. If you, if you ask people like on a scale of one to 10, how much do you want this? Right. You know, if they're not at least a seven, then I'm going to say, I love you. Call me when you're a seven or higher, you know, Um, because then it puts, I think it puts us, you know, you and I, because I know what kind of coach you are. I think it puts us in a position where we're tempted to work harder on their program than they are. And I, and so I really, I'm learning to love to ask people that question, like, how much do you want this? And if they're, if they're not at least a seven, then um, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to know, you know, look, I, I release you. Call me, call me when you really want it. That's it. And that's what it has to be. There has to be that desire to want to do it, to, to, to want to make the necessary changes. And then, you know, that helps because not only, you know, did I make the decision to do this? Then because I'm, I'm buying into it, I'm investing in me and, and in my wellness. Now I have somebody who's come alongside me and it's like, yes, keep going. That's great. Because just like we, we, uh, you know, are excited about doing something, we need that continuous encouragement. Mm-hmm. And so it's wonderful to have a coach who I can call on. And you see, Anne has been that for me. And I love that. I can call her. I can share my victories. And even when I'm not feeling as victorious, she's just like, you got it, girl, keep going. Everything is great. And, and we need that. Mm-hmm. We need to have somebody who is going to, to walk alongside us, not somebody who is going to walk in front of us and pull us <laughs> and drag us into doing this. It's somebody who's walking alongside us. And then sometimes if we stumble a little backwards, they can kind of be there to brace us so that we don't completely fall back, but they can say, okay, we had a little setback. It's all right. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what it looks like when we talk about analogy, you know, Anne comes alongside me and she holds my hand and she walks with me. And if I stumble, she can kind of hold me up a little bit. Okay, there we go. You, you, you got your pudding. Okay. Let's keep going. 
-hmm. It's never a dragging situation. It's never a pulling situation because those are the kinds of situations where resistance happens and then we fall back and then we tumble all the way back and then it's, it's harder for us to get back up. It's all right when we stumble a little bit and we keep walking, but if we fall, it's a little harder to get up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, w- I want to talk a little bit about that too, because sometimes that happens. We have setbacks. Okay. So, so what has a setback look like for you? Amy? <laughs> Girl, I can tell you. Um, yeah. So in October, my husband shared with me his heart desire to sell our what I thought was our forever home and move to the country. And you want to talk about emotions kicking in. Um, And, you know, first of all, looking at houses is Mm -hmm. um, stressful Mm -hmm. and making offers and waiting to see if your offers is stress. And then the actual move is stressful. So a huge obstacle for me in October, November, December was um, this whole move. And so initially, um, our lovely realtors, their friends, we love them to death, but she would keep a bag of chocolate in in their car um, as we drove around North Georgia looking at property and homes. That was not helpful. (laughs) (laughs) That was not helpful. Um, Sugar is... is, um, It's almost like an addiction for me, you know, and I do have... Um, an addiction that I'm out of, praise God, I'm four years out of that, but the sugar kicks in like that. And so once I start eating it, I want more. So after a couple of weeks, um, I suggested to her that maybe she, she just leave the chocolate at home and I would bring a, b- a box of crackers. Okay. <laughs> Cause crackers was better for me, Why? you know? Um, and so then, you know, November and December, it was a lot of boxes of crackers um, for, for me. And um, it must have been something on the crunchy, right. you know, right. because then once we were in the process of moving, you know, planning meals went out the window. And right. um, we ate more Mexican in December than I've had in years. <laughs> It was because I think it was the tortilla chips, you know, I needed the, I needed the crunchy and it was just a huge obstacle for me. And um, of course, then the cold weather hit and I'm in this new space and I'm out of my routine. And Kim, I mean, you, you, that's not one obstacle. That's like six right there, you know, Um, but it was in a season where I was really struggling and it, it was hard for me to show up as a health coach because I felt like a personal failure. I felt like, well, you know, my health is tanking. I'm not doing anything right. And I was, but, um, but I was, you know, I was struggling now. Thank goodness. My body, as you know, on our program, it, it gets kind of revved up and in this place. And, um, I think one week out of the three months, um, I was up four pounds and I just got back on plan and I, I was able to get it off again on plan, like with the Mexican, you know, (laughs) but, um, just that, that process of emotional eating and then having to step off of that. And, um, it was almost too much Mm -hmm. to, to go 
fully back on plan, which is what I wanted to do because I didn't feel good anymore. But I had to really start with, um, okay, get rid of the chocolate, you know, and then um, just, you know, try to get in a better attitude. Like my mindset was, my husband called me cranky and he would spell it out c-r-a-n-n-e-k-y cranky you know just like immersed because he's like you're just leaking cranky all over so i i got off the chocolate because that was just making me sick you know and um and then i really focused on my attitude and and i would wake up in the morning and i'd i'd pull some of my old affirmations and identity statements and and just really lean into my faith and be like, no, you have this amazing house on, in the country and it's lovely, you know, and, and you have this husband who's supportive and not condemning. And I had all these things to be grateful for. So then um, the next thing I did was then I really made an effort to start planning out meals. And, and my point in all that was I was so tanked in January, I had to baby step my way back um, because that obstacle was so big and there were so many facets to it. And, um, and I was overwhelmed, you know, and, and I know, you know, this, and (laughs) because I, I text you back and go, sorry, I'm kind of MIA here right now. And that's all. Um, But it, and it took a lot of just being vulnerable and transparent Um, not only with my coach, but with my clients, and then eventually on social media, because any, uh, and and people watch us, they might not comment, right, but they're watching, you know, and so just once a week or so for a few weeks, just posting something very transparent and saying, Mm -hmm. look, I'm struggling, is anybody else out there struggling, because I know, we're, there's no perfect person. There's no perfect health coach. Right. Um, but I feel like I I did my best and I came out of it the best way I could. Um, right. And I haven't tanked my health. I'm, I'm definitely, you know, back on plan just to feel better. Cause I just, right. you know, I just, right. I just didn't feel good. And, um, you know, when I have my feelings, when I drink my water, right. you know, I feel better. Right. Oh, and then exercise. And I, one week, yes. one of my goals was just get my butt back to exercise, <laughs> <laughs> which living where we are now, it's, it's a 40 minute drive back down to my exercise class, oh, wow. but I'm, I'm, I know that one I'm used to it. So until I find a new one closer, you know, that's, that's kind of my routine and, um, and then just stretching and stuff at home. So that's that's my big hairy obstacle with all it looks more like an octopus you know with with all these arms out and that's kind of I just had to deal with one arm at a time you know coming out of it and I think that that's beautiful because you bring up some some very valid points that you know first of all that you know things come at us and they typically don't come at us one at a time they come at us like you know, it's all these things hitting us at one time, you know, because, you know, why just have it come one at a time? It's too easy. It's got, it's got to be complex. And so, you know, that, that those issues are going to come up, they're going to come up multifaceted and we have to figure out and determine how we're going to, to deal with those things. But 
but the, the one point that you bring up also is that it's not just, oh my goodness, I, I ate the nachos or oh, I fell into a bag of chocolates. <laughs> there, are other, there are other things that, you know, go along with that. There's a mindset that goes along with that. There is, you know, you said, you know, as you were, were you know, trying to go back to, to getting on plan and, and to, to getting back, that you pulled out your affirmations. You know, it, you went back to the mindset. You went back to, it wasn't just, oh, I need to go back to eating better. I need to go back to thinking better because your thinking changed as well. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we have to understand. There's so much more to it than just eating. That's why you said emotional eating right there. It goes to tell you, there is a feeling attached to that eating. It's not just the eating by itself. It's the emotions that go along with it. Mm -hmm. And, and that's something that we have to address too. Okay. It's like, before I can go back to getting my body, right. I've got to go back to getting my mind, right. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. something that is huge. That's something that, that I've learned in this process. Now I'm just a, a stickler for, you know, anybody who knows me knows it's one of those things. Like if Kim says she's going to do it, she's going to do it. She's, you know, she's going full throttle all the way. She's not going to cheat. She's not going to do this because, you know, I fight in my own head, my own, my own head says, don't you do that. You don't need that. Oh, is this what you want? Is this how you're going to get it? You're not going to get it. If you do that. So I'm having all these conversations inside my head. So I don't need anybody else in there because there's not enough space in there between me, arguing with myself. <laughs> so, so it's, it's a challenge at times. And so for me, I was just more, you know, Kim, you got this, do it, you know, okay, don't, don't fall off. Or, you know, I learned in the process that, you know, I, I needed to communicate with the people around me that food was a fuel. It was something that helped my body to, to be able to function at its op optimal level. That's where my mindset came in. And I was like, it's not just for fun. And, and, you know, I explained to my family, especially during the holidays, I said, you know what, I'm focusing on spending time with you all mm -hmm. and, and us playing games and, and, you know, us really getting to build memories and, and my memories are not going to be of the food because the only thing I remember about the food is how tired I was and how I had the itis afterwards and I was ready to lay down and I was so sleepy and, oh my goodness, my, my belly hurt. My husband is always saying, I think my stomach broke, Kim. I think my stomach broke because he ate so much. You know, that was the thing. I didn't want the food to be the focus. Mm -hmm. I wanted the, the, the family and, and the fellowship and, and the spending time together and, and, and making that time meaningful and being present to be what was the focus. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was being able to go to my family and say, okay, I'm eating, I'm eating. I may not be eating as much as you all are eating, but I'm full. And as long as I'm full, it's okay. You don't have to feel bad. Like, oh my gosh, you didn't eat this. You didn't eat that. But I ate, I didn't sit in the corner. It wasn't like I was starving. It wasn't like I was fasting and everybody was feasting. Uh, you know, I was eating right along with everyone else. And they began to understand, okay, she's full. She ate, she's good. All right, so we, we're just gonna leave her alone because we have just put so much emphasis on food and, and it's a part of everything. It is a part of life. It is a part of death. Everything that we do is centered around food. And so it was just 
you know, changing that mindset of it's fuel. It's something that is going to sustain me, you know, but at the same time, yes, we have emotions and sometimes you're going to want that piece of chocolate or we're going to want that, those crackers, or we're going to want that Mexican. It happens. But, but what's good is that when you understand it, just like you said, your husband is a scientist. When you understand the science behind how your body works and our body is such a complex machine mm-hmm. and, and it has muscle memory and it has all kinds of things. Our bodies are so complex. And when we learn about our bodies and we learn the science behind the food that we eat and how it metabolizes and what it does for our bodies, then we begin to get in a space of, of saying, okay, I understand it and now I can sustain it because now it makes sense. But, but it's definitely starting with the mindset. And, and for me, and one thing I definitely wanted to talk about was the whole idea of when I finally got to this 50 pound mark that I just recently got to, and Ann knows this and, and I, because I've called her <laughs> and just was like, and I just, I can't believe it. That whole idea of, of, you know, of almost like a self-sabotage because mm-hmm. what happens is, like I said, we, we determine that we're going to, you know, we determine our why we talk about what our goal weight is. And then, you know, my goal weight was to, to reach 180. I'm at 188, but I reached 50 50 pounds lost milestone in there. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I can't believe I lost 50 pounds. And I'm like, Ann, I used to wear a size 20, 22. Now I'm wearing a size 16. I'm going in every store trying on a size 16 because I can't believe it fits. And I had to say to myself, well, what'd you think was going to happen? I said I wanted to lose the weight. And then I lost the weight. And then I was like, what's happening? And, and, and that's what we do. We, we self-sabotage. We sit there and we say, this is what we want. And then when we get it, we don't know what to do with it. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing with money. People say, I want to be a millionaire. And then people become a millionaire and then they don't know what to do with the money. But you said you wanted it. You worked for it. And now you have it. And now you act like you don't know what to do with it. Okay. And so I had to, you know, Anne had to talk to me. This is your body. Embrace it, Kim. Embrace that size 60. You look wonderful. You did it. You know, and I had to say, oh, yeah, as a matter of fact, I did. <laughs> you know, I had to talk myself, you know, out of, and I had to talk to, to Ann about it. I had to talk to my coach about it and say, because I'm not, I'm not familiar with this body. I'm not familiar with this face that I see in the mirror. I, I am on the opposite end of the spectrum. I've been big for so long that now that I'm smaller, I'm I'm in this weird body that I don't recognize and that I don't know how to operate in, you know, and just like you have people who have been tiny all their life. And then when their clothes start feeling tight, they're like, I'm feeling these little handles around my waist. I've never felt this before. It's the opposite spectrum for a person who's been big all of their life. So it's just such a weird dynamic. So again, it's a mindset. I had to say, okay, Kim, when you go in the store, don't walk right to the plus size. Don't walk right to the two X, three X, because my mind says, Go there because that's what you know. That's where you've been for 35 plus years. You've mm-hmm. been there. So go there. Go where you're comfortable. But I had to learn to go there and work my way back. You know, she's like, you know, start there and then work your way back. And I'm like, okay, yeah. You know, and now I'm like, okay, 
there's that 16. Go over to that 16 because you can wear that 16. But it took me a minute to get there. Yeah. Still, every yeah. now and then I still kind of want to walk over there. You know, I still want to go over to the moo-moos because your brain says go where you're comfortable. But but there, there's so much more to, to this wellness journey than just, you know, the weight loss or just the food. It's the mindset. It's how we see ourselves. Just like you said, how we see ourselves, you know, I, I, I'm worthy. I'm beautiful. You know, I'm not just, my why is not because I think if I lose five pounds, I'm going to be able to, to get that man that I want. You know, or if I lose that five or 10 pounds, I'm going to be happy because a lot of times we equate weight loss and, and, and looking that our, our appearance is what makes us happy. Mm-hmm. And we know, especially, you know, and bless our heart, the young lady who passed away, the young lady who committed suicide, you know, who was Miss USA and people said, oh, she was so beautiful and she had everything going for her. And we learn that that beauty and, 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 and being fit you know, does not equate to happiness. There's mm-hmm. so much more involved in, in, in who we are that, that, you know, that makes us the children of God that we are. Mm-hmm. And, and we have to be so careful not to equate that with, with appearance. And we've gotten so caught up on, on looks equating to happiness that when we hear stories like this and tragedies like this, it makes us stop and think, wait a minute, there's always something that's going on mm-hmm. that's emotional that shows that it's more than just, you know, it's more than just skin deep. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we do lose weight and we start feeling better, having more energy, mm-hmm. we are more confident. Right. I'm, I am a bunch more confident than I was a year ago. Right. But confidence isn't happiness. That's right. They're, they're two separate things. That's right. Um, and and you know that sweet girl. You know she was very confident. Yes. Because she you know she was beautiful. She had won some significant awards in right. her life. Right. But confidence isn't happiness. That's right. Um, and 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 I think that's one thing that I really appreciate about Optavia is we dig into those mindset habits um, so that we can begin to tease out the difference and we can begin to understand um, what what brings us joy you know what makes us feel powerful what makes us feel um, important you know I mean I I use that because I'm I've totally gone down this marriage conversation (laughs) but you know, if, if we don't understand who we are and right. how powerful we are and why, you know, it's funny. Uh, can I just tell you a quick story? Absolutely. So I um, lead a women's group and we've been talking um, about uh, lies that we believe about ourselves. And <clears throat> I was telling some very personal and, and um, transparent stories and one of them, you know, it hit, it hit home really hard. And out of my mouth came, and you know me, Kim, <laughs> out of my mouth came this statement. Um, it would have been easy to cut and run right. from this community. 
because of the, the lies I was believing and these serious rejection lies, it would have been easy. It would have been my natural to cut and run. But I said, but the truth is, if I left, you all would miss me. And I thought, I remember thinking, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> and I said, I said, if I left, you would miss me. And then I started laughing. And I said, I know this is true because I belong in this community. And I know in the depths of my being that I have a place here and that I belong here. And therefore, if I left, you would miss me. There would be a hole. What? Because I'm supposed to be here. Now, I'm not saying it's like a cult or anything like that. No. But when we know who we are That's and right. we're in a community right. where we um, we have a place and, and we have a, a sense of belonging, yeah. when we leave, even if it's from woundedness right. or, or lies, you know, right. Um, it's going to leave a hole. Right. And there's no you know conceit I mean? in that. But it cracked me up. That <laughs> here I am spewing this. If I left, you would miss me. All right. You I love it. You would miss me. And, and it, you know, we were talking about it later. And, and I'm like, look, that wasn't even in my thought waves. Like, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> yes. But just but like, it's it true. comes from inside. It comes from inside. Just like you said there's a sense of belonging there's a sense of community yeah we all think about like you said we are both christians and we both talk about the body of christ and and we all have a part in it and yes mm -hmm. if we were going yes there would be a hole there would be something missing because there's something that 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 we're supposed to bring you know there's something that we're supposed to bring to that table yeah there's yeah. something that we're supposed to you know to be in that community and i think that that same thing rings true with Afabia and their communities that they have it's mm -hmm. not just the coaching that we do it's also the the community that's built behind there and there there are so many uh you know little groups that are on social media that that are, are part of Optavia and where people can talk about their victories and can ask questions and can talk about their 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 uh you know concerns or their setbacks and know that they're going to be embraced and know that that their you know their their ability to share lets people know that okay mm -hmm. it's not just me oh I thought I was the only one that this is mm -hmm. happening to and, and that's the beauty of social media in that regard, too, because people from all over the world, we can all connect. And even if it's not somebody local, there's somebody out there who's experiencing that same thing. And they're just like, OK, well, this is what I did or or this is something that helped me to overcome it. And we can celebrate those things together. Mm -hmm. So there, there's so much beauty. There's so much encouragement. There's so much, there's so many moving parts that come along with this wellness journey. And so, I mean, I think that it's just something that is, is phenomenal. I'm looking forward to continuing in mine. I am so excited to have you as, as my coach and as my friend and, and to be there and to, to help me and to support me as, as I'm learning and growing in this journey. And then, you know, shout out to, to uh, your coach, Tiffany. And, you know, we love Tiffany. Tiffany is awesome too. And, and she's had her own wellness journey. And that's the beauty too, because not only is it someone who's coaching you, uh, you know, from, 
from a, a space of knowledge, but they, they're, they're able to share their story as well because they're on the same journey that you're on. Mm-hmm. And that makes it even more relevant to me. Would you agree, mm-hmm. Anne? I think, you know, it's more relevant because, you know, Tiffany has been through, through uh, the program. You've been through the program. I've been through the program. So we can speak from our experiences, mm-hmm. not just as somebody who, who has been, you know, a fitness coach or has been a, a coach all of their life. And, and this is all they know. And they're coming in and just like, yeah, why not to get your body in? You've gone the same path that I've gone. You've gone the same program that I've gone. And so we can connect that way. Mm-hmm. It makes it so much more, you know, so much more of, a, of that community that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The phrase that comes to my mind is unity and diversity. Oh, yes. You know, we just we have such strong unity and each one of us brings a unique piece in. And um, and that just the diversity just kind of, you know, enriches it. Yes, yeah. Yes, it does. Well, I know we're we're coming up on time because you and I can sit here and talk for a whole nother hour. I love it <laughs> because that's just who that's just who we are. That's who we are. But we definitely want people to learn more about the program. And so let me make sure that I have a handy dandy pen so that way we can, uh, you know, give people some ideas of how they can get in contact with you if they're interested in learning a little bit more about Optavia or, you know, just in wanting to, to uh, you know, see what, what it all entails. Mm, so, yeah. yes, I, 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 if you can give them your information, that would be fantastic. Do you want it now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so the best way to really find me, um, the easiest way is uh, social media. Uh Um, I hang out a lot on Facebook and Instagram and I'm sticking my toe into TikTok, but just my name, Anne, Anne with an E Uh and say, S-A-Y. And you can always email me and I don't mind giving out my personal email. It is my name, Anne Bostick. It's my maiden name. Good English name. say um at gmail okay so that's Ann yeah. with an e bostic b-o-s-t-i-c s-a-y with a k oh with a k i'm sorry b-o-s-t-i-c-k right s-a-y at gmail.com yep. or you can find her on social media at ann b say just, just Ann say at ann say Okay. And we'll definitely have that in the description when the show airs and uh, you can reach out to Anne and learn more about the program. And of course you can reach out to me as well. And uh, we can talk about the program and, and uh, you know, help you all to get on the path, mm-hmm. but we know that, you know, Optavia may not be for everyone. We always make sure you check with your physician before starting any type of program and you find the program that's best for you, the program that is going to, to uh, be one that's going to be sustainable for you. Mm-hmm. That's what's important. Your wellness journey is your journey. And, and the best way to make it the most effective is to do something that is going to be sustainable for you. If it's mm-hmm. something that you're having doubt about, like, like Ann said, if it's something that you're only about a seven on out of 10 or a six out of 10, then look at other programs that may be more palatable for you, you know, but 
we're happy with the results that we've seen in, in the Optavia program that we've been a part of. I'm excited to continue sharing with you all, uh, you know, through my uh, through my uh, Facebook, I mean, through my Facebook uh, feeds and also through uh, my um, YouTube channel about my journey. Said that way you can see for yourself because sometimes seeing is believing. It's not just enough to tell you, you got to see it too. So, I mean, you know, dive in look and see what's going to be best for you for your fitness and, and health journey and start taking those baby steps towards doing it. But know that it is mind, body, and spirit. It's not just the physical, it's the mental aspect as well. So, you know, make sure you reach out to Anne, you reach out to myself. And Anne, one question that I ask everyone before, uh, you know, I close out the show is I ask how you are living in the now. What is something that you do to navigate in this space that we're in? You know, there are some who do meditation or do other things. What are some things that you do to live in the now? Oh, very good. Um, I love that question. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the most important thing I do is to prioritize um, my time getting centered. And that happens right there on that little (laughs) chaise lounge. What you can't see is my stack of books and my tray where my coffee cup goes in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, But I make sure that um, I get up with, you know, plenty of time for me to be able to just get Mm -hmm. centered and get grounded and get my thinking um, in the proper space where, where it needs to be for me. But the other thing that I do, Kim, is I carve out time for um, my own um, play, for for lack of a better word. So for me in the winter, that's really centers a lot on art. Um, Mm -hmm. I am a photographer, but I'm an emerging artist in Mm -hmm. drawing and painting. And so um, making sure I carve out enough time each week because daily isn't always going to happen, you know, for most of us, this can happen daily, <laughs> but, but getting the paints out, you know, right. that, you know, but several times a week, um, and just really enriching my own soul in that creative aspect with the mindset of, I'm not wasting time. I'm not wasting paper. I'm not wasting paint. Wow. I'm just there to play. I'm just there wow. to to come in as a, um, you know, a little three or four year old and just, just play. Um, I'm finding that that really helps keep me centered um, because it, it's just for me, there's no expectation. There's no goal. There's no, um, you know, social media plan or financial plan. It's just for me to play. And, you know, when I talk about my amazing husband, one of the things he does is he has carved out space here in this new house for me to, to play. Um, it's in the basement, <laughs> but he put a heater down there so I can stay warm, yeah. but, you know, making sure I get centered, making sure I have playtime each week and, um, and keeping my daily to-do list short. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I really look at, I'm looking at my calendar here. I look at each day, um, and I try to look at the day the night before, like, what are what are the top two things that have to get done tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Absolutely drop dead have to. And then keep healthy boundaries. You know, mm-hmm. if there's time to do more, then I'll do another thing. If there's not, it's okay, because I've already 
taking mm -hmm. care of the biggest and most important things first. Um, and boundaries, I mean, that's something we all need to, to check ourselves on. But mm -hmm. those keep me pretty grounded and keep me in the present. And then it keeps me out of the cranky. <laughs> you should have a cranky. Oh, well, shout out to Terry. <laughs> Terry said, we love you, Terry. <laughs> and, and, you know, he's, he's just awesome. And it's wonderful, you know, like you said, that he's created a place for you to play. And I love that. I love that you say play. Because sometimes we have to be childlike in our in our thoughts and our behavior. So that, that way we remember to, to embrace those things that are going on around us and that we don't, you know, become so shunned and so hardened by the experiences of life that we forget mm -hmm. to, to be childlike in our thoughts and and, and how we how we uh, play and how we just you know, enjoy those things that are around us, yeah. you know? So I love that you said, that is awesome. I think that may be a purse, you know, that we play and that, hey, we're going to take that. <laughs> we're going to take that. So I want to say, Anne, thank you so much for being with me today, for being with me always, for being with me in this journey that I'm on and that I'm continuing on. And, and I just love that you're walking beside me. And, and, and Anne and I talked about that briefly before we started the show. It's not about someone coming and pulling you and dragging you forward or pushing you and, 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 and forcing you to do something that you don't want to do. It's that person that holds your hand and walks beside you. And if you stumble, they kind of help to catch you so that you don't fall all the way back and you don't fall on your face either. <laughs> so you want to have somebody who's walking beside you. And Anne has been that person for me. And I love you for that dearly, my friend. And I look forward to our continued walk together as I go through this journey. So, you know, make sure that you guys stay tuned and that you stay, uh, you know, uh, in touch with what's going on again www.hownowpodcast.com also make sure that you click on the link that will take you to the how now youtube channel and follow my wellness journey so you can see how things are are coming into play okay and that will do it for this edition of the how now podcast where we talk about how to live in the now and until we see you the next time i say peace Thank <laughs> you.